Well, welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's your main man, aka Crazy Cracker, aka Andre's Podcast. Brought to you by anyone out there is listening to it. I am with the Podbean.com. I am still with somewhat Buzzsprout, but I'm transitioning to a new source. Uh, it gives me more limited, unlimited time to talk per monthly, and it's just a little bit faster and easier to do things. But Today is Sunday, October 1st. First day of October. And it is Halloween month. So all you little nutty kids out there who are going to dress up as uh, uh, as monsters and zombies and and Mike Myers and Freddy Krueger and half-naked nurses, good for you. Good for you. However, my buddy Sean is here with me. We're going to talk about sports always great to be here i love halloween by the way so yeah it's one of my favorite months it's one of my favorite days of the holidays i say not really a holiday it's just a day that america and the rest of the world celebrate the dead or the unfamiliar to the day of the dead mexican it's actually a mexican holiday but it's it's just like usual america just makes holidays when they want yeah so, ladies and gentlemen, well, it's not just America. It's everywhere. I mean. Everyone does it. Yeah. So. It's kind of like Swedish Day. Who cares? Yeah. But Halloween's a little bit better. Yeah, Halloween's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of candy. A lot of kids with a lot of candy. Kids, watch what you eat. Teachers hate that holiday. Do you really? Oh, frick yeah. Because, because I mean, especially when it falls on a weekday and it falls on a Tuesday this year. So everybody's going to go out on Halloween. They're going to get all sugared up. They're going to eat some candy in the morning, and then they're going to bring it in their lunches, and then they're going to be all sugared up the next day. Sounds fun. It's hell. It's almost like you every day, just not sugared up, just being Sean. Anyway, so let's la- talk about sports. So, la- so ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as you know, this is the last day of the season for, for most Major League Baseball teams. But we're I'm a Detroit guy, and we're in the state of Michigan, and we have to say – Thank you and goodbye to Miggy Cabrera, who uh, had a great sending away party from Detroit and their fans. It was a full house. Over 48,000 people watched him as uh, his last game of the of his career. They beat Cleveland. He went over three with one walk, and they did a celebration. But is it really goodbye? Remember, he's going up in the upper. Okay. So let's before I talk about that, let's talk about one thing. So he's passed Andrean Beltre. He's passed Paul Warner. He's passed Robert Yunt, which, you know, I remember watching Robert Yunt when I was a little kid, so that's pretty amazing. Uh, Tony Gwynn, which I'm kind of surprised that Tony Gwynn's the 21st on the list of all the hits in Major League Baseball because he was a top, I think one of the top hitters, but he only had about 3,141 hits. So I'm a little surprised by that. Of course, we uh, passed Alex Rodriguez, the cheater, roids, everything else with it. But this is very, very ascending way party. And to tell you the truth, I don't think Detroit's going to ever have another baseball player like that in, in, 
at least in my lifetime. Uh, about 100 years ago, Ty Cobb retired, and he was with the Philadelphia A's, so he broke that 4,000-hit record somewhere else. But for Detroit, this is why he's going to uh, go in the office and for Detroit Tigers. Has nothing about scouting other players. It has nothing to do with um, being part of the team for for the future reference. It's really about the Hall of Fame. Because in the Hall of Fame, if he wears a Tigers hat, he's going to be noted by history from that point with his uh, uh, tablet and his face there. And it's going to show Detroit Tigers in, instead of Florida Marlins. Because Florida Marlins, he won a World Series with them. So that's why there's a guy named Tim at, at my job. He and I, are we go back and forth about baseball. He's a in-the-closet Yankee fan because he has his Windows, uh, uh, Windows page or Windows uh, wallpaper as a... T- the Yankee Stadium. So I always bug him about him being a true Yankee fan, even though he tells me he's a Tiger fan. So there you go. But anything to it, Sean, about Miggy? I mean, do you uh, care? You don't like him. Usually. Well, you know, first of all, I like him. But second of all, you got to remember he, to me, a lot of times people forget that he was hurt a lot in the last five years, last seven years. And instead of getting himself into a better shape, he would he would just come to camp not prepared. Overweight, can't come around with a 95-hour fastball. Yes, I know he's 40 years old, but five years ago, he wasn't 40 years old. So to me, I remember that, but now that I watched it, the whole ceremony of today, I much more pre, uh, I'm much more happy about the fact that we have him and we had him, and he created great memories in Detroit in 2006, 2012. Uh, I would have been totally different if we won the World Series one of the two times, and I probably wouldn't care two cents if if he was hurt. I give credit the just the Tigers in general. They won nine more games than what they were supposed to in Vegas, but for a second here, you know, this was the last days of the games of the of the time. We got to talk about who's in the playoffs real fast. The wild card. We already knew Tampa Bay was in. Technically, Texas had a tie with the Astros, but they lose the tie, so Texas is playing in the wild card game, and it's set up different this year. But Toronto is a wild card. Seattle didn't make it, but. Before, well, let's not, talk about okay. Let's talk about the f- the first series. It's the best of three. It's not a do or die game, which I think they changed a couple years ago. Must have just changed it either recently or this year. And I think that's a good idea because who wants to play a one? Uh, what's it called? A uh, one, one and game. done elimination game. One, yeah, and that's not even fair. That's not baseball. Baseball is about a three to five seven game series. Uh, the whole year they always play a three game series. So it's it's good that they have the first the so first ba- round. But let's talk about basically game start on Tuesday. And um, who plays? Who Rangers plays Rays um, should be a good series. I don't Scherzer is questionable for the series in the playoffs. Rays are always dangerous. Rays got home field advantage. Rays is a team I don't want 
to pick them in the playoffs because they fall apart. Don't know why. Can't get that through my head. Uh, they're out of. They don't have their ace pitcher. Make uh, what's his last name? McNairma. Remember him? He he had a tore ACL. Yeah. No, tore oh. uh, tore uh, um, elbow. Tommy Johnson. Tommy Johnson. So what's his name? What's his name? Glasgow. No, McNairma. That, oh, McLaren. Yeah, McLaren. Yeah, you're right. So he's the ace. Uh, I don't and know. No Scherzer either, probably. Well, exactly. But I'm going to tell you this. I would bet my money that the, the Rangers will win that series. You know why? The Rays at bats and Rays come make comebacks? Yeah, because you know why? Because Rays is a team that when they, during the regular season, they're great. During the playoffs, the end of the year, they fall apart. That's the only reason why. Do I think that? To me, it is a risk to take Texas over the race. But I'm going to disagree because of the format. The format is the Rays have home field advantage to the thing. They don't go to Texas. They have to win two out of three games in Tampa. So you're telling they have the best record at home record. You're going to tell me you're still going to take the Rangers? Fuck no. No. Rays got to right. win two All right. of the three. They might lose one. There's no way the Rays are losing. Okay. All right, all right. Maybe I have to uh, get my head on my butthole. Butthole. So this, the, it, the, it's weird. The setup is weird. It's a three-game series, but they don't leave Tampa. The home team that has a better record, they don't leave. The next series is the Blue Jays versus the Twins. The Twins are not the better team. I think the Blue Jays are the better team. We just all know that the Twins come from the shittiest division in Major League Baseball because it has the Tigers, the Sox, and the Royals. My socks suck. The Royals suck. And the Tigers were still nine games under 500. But they got second place, which is amazing to say that. It's kind of weird to think that. But yeah, let's talk about. I'm taking about, the Blue Jays. Okay, let's talk about this. Bray, uh, the, the Blue Jays and the, the Twins. I just don't think the Twins have enough firepower, which I mean, still, I mean, like, they're at home, so they're <laughs> going to have the advantage. But, you know, I just. I'm not. I don't know about. And I'm telling you, I'm not really sure about their pitching. No, pitching. They only have Sonny Gray. Okay, and that yeah, I, I think, for the Twins, they're going to have to win the first game, no matter what. If they can pull off game one, that could be an an upset. So before we go to the NL League, I got to talk about the two teams that did not make the playoffs. The Reds did not make the playoffs because they went on a slump or whatever. But the more key thing is the lovable Cubs, the hateable Cubs. They had a chance to close out, and they went 4-6 and six in the last 10 games. That doesn't cut it. You're not going to make playoffs. Not going to happen. You Luckily, can't. the Arizona Diamondbacks had the same exact record at 4-6, and six, but they had a two-game lead. And that's the only way that the Arizona Diamondbacks are in the playoffs. So the Marlins also made it. And once again, in three years, because of bad weather, everybody else played 162 games. The Marlins only played 161. The Marlins are in the playoffs because if they would have lost, to, if they would have lost today, they would have had to make a makeup game tomorrow because the Cubs could still get in. Oh, so the see, only baseball country. team that's played 161 games this year is the Marlins. Well, that's controversy. Is that fair? Why do they not just make them play tonight? They because tomorrow it won't matter because they already have enough more wins than the Cubs. Okay. So what I okay. mean by that is, um, the Cubs only won eighty three and seventy nine. The Marlins are eighty four and seventy seven. Okay. So even if the Marlins lost. 
tomorrow, it would be 84 and 78. So they don't need to play. Okay. okay. That's the only reason. Okay. So Let's the talk. Diamondbacks were on a slump and went four and six, but they squeeze in, squeeze in with a half or one game over the Cubs. The Diamondbacks are playing the Brewers. The Diamondbacks have not been in the playoffs in at least six years. So and that's a tough division. We all I don't I don't know the last time I could tell you that the Diamondbacks were in the playoffs. So you know what surprises to me is the Brewers. I'm surprised how good the Brewers are. I mean, you know they're they're a team that you just you know you know they're good, but I mean Youts, who else is on that team? I mean like, but don't you think this is the one matchup that if you're the Arizona Diamondbacks, this is who you want to play. You don't well, want yeah. to play the Marlins, and you don't want to play the Phillies. Well, yeah, but think about this. This is I'm, a big break, right, well, for yeah, the D-backs. But, but think about this. Who else besides Yeltsa, or Yeltsa in Milwaukee, who else is they good on that team? Contreras' brother. Mm-hmm. You got Willie Adamas, the shortstop, which is phenomenal. Okay. Um, but do they have the bats? That's the question they ask. Rudy, tell it. No, I would. I mean, part of me leans towards Arizona. Yeah. I mean, because you have, I mean, the good old three-time World Series champ veteran, Evan Lagoria, mm-hmm. Cattell Marte, Gino Pernamo, Christian Walker, Corin Carroll, which is the rookie of the year probably. Okay. Tommy okay. Pham, Alex Thomas. But the question is, could they go in a slump? Remember, they are four and six. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like, baseball is about streaks. If you hit the right streak, you're going to win. If you hit the wrong streak, obviously you're going to lose. But still, that's what makes baseball baseball. That's and what once makes again, the Brewers great. are home. So I would say that if you're a betting person, the Brewers were six and a four in the last ten, and you, I would take the home team. I would take the Brewers. Okay, okay. So now, All right, let's talk the about the last one. Ooh, Marlins, Phillies. The Marlins and Phillies. My Phillies. I love Can't my Phillies. Against the Phillies in the World Series, you know. I think the thing about the Marlins is the Alcatraz, the main, the ace of but the. He's played like shit all year. That's the problem. I think if he was playing better, I think they would have a chance. I really do, but because he's not playing that well, Alcatraz. I think that's is that how you pronounce his name. Yeah, I think, I think they need help. I don't know if they have. Uh, they got you know, bats. The, Marlins the, got the, bats. They have bats, but I don't think they have the bullpen. I think with with the Phillies or Soto, who used to be with Detroit, him closing the setup guys for for Philly is going to be way too much for way too much for the Marlins. But the Marlins is going to have to. The Marlins is going to have to be front and ready to to hit as many hits as possible. And you got Craig Kemble still too. Yeah, so you're going to have issues. And but, it's tough because these guys have already seen each other 16 times. Yeah. So they know each other. Yeah. This could be the one series that I can guarantee that I think it goes three. Okay. It goes three games. Yeah. The other ones, the home team, are the, could be done in two. Yeah. I think yeah. this series goes three. Okay. I like Philly, this. Phillies win it. Well, yeah, because I think Marlins have enough bats to keep himself in the game. I think Philly has come back so many times from behind. 
that's quite normal for most teams. But for Phillies, that's completely normal. However, if you can get the Phillies to get into a slump in the late innings, you can have a chance. The main point is before we go to football, take every single home team in the series other than the Blue Jays. Yep, the Blue Jays true. on the road are going to win that series. All right. So I'm going to quick go by all these other teams. We do have to send a Saturday. prayer out to the Boston Red Sox Foundation because the knuckleball to guy, Tim Wakefield, passed away today from cancer. And, yeah, I didn't know anything about it. Um, I think he wanted to keep it nice and quiet and close and didn't want nothing to well. So God bless your family. God bless you. I uh, hope. His kids can't be that old. Yeah. He's well, 57. Well, his kids probably like in their twenties. Yeah, but you know, I mean, still tough. Yeah, it's tough. To lose your dad at fifty-seven. Exactly. So, I don't know the next time we're going to do a podcast with Sean, but we're going quick go by at least these teams right now: Baltimore Orioles back in the playoffs. Woo! One hundred and one wins, baby. And it, but these this the way this format is is different. They don't play till Saturday. Yeah, so that's good <laughs> because. Who wants so people like me are gonna be able to watch baseball and football and everything else with it. Michigan will be playing that night at the same time, so I'm gonna have to figure out how to watch three games at the same time. Uh the Astros are probably the fan favorite for for the American League, but I mean, they got Verlando back, everyone else gotta get healthy. We I don't I really don't know if this is the Astros year. I'm hoping it's the Baltimore's year, but with a new, unexperienced team like that, I think the Astros could, if they meet this couple of series down the road, that might be a problem. Uh, the Braves are probably the fan favorite in the National League. I know the Dodgers are there, but the Dodgers pitching is a is a horrendous. Everybody got hurt. Everyone got hurt. Uh, their trades that they got from whatever team they, they traded for, the, I, I think the Phillies would go farther than the Dodgers. They, they got, yeah, because the pitching for the Dodgers is not what they started with, and they traded for guys that came from bad teams like the White Sox, Glusso or um, yeah Lloyd or. I would love to see upsets. I would love to not have the Dodgers in the World Series. I do like the Braves, but I don't want them in the World Series either. I would love. To just see a miracle and see the Diamondbacks. I'd be okay with the Phillies going back, but I'd love to see the Marlins or the D-backs. So let's let's end that with that right now. We're going to talk about NFL because I want to keep the college thing hot and fresh. But for you uh, kids out there that for Monday, you listen to my podcast. Of course, Major League Baseball. Then we got um, football. Football. So, so let's. All right, let's let's go through certain games. Lions won on Thursday. That was important. Exactly. I thought that golf played pretty well. I thought that golf needed to be much more sufficient, uh, not sufficient, but more accurate to understand the pressure. You need to run out of the pocket more. Gained a couple yards. He got he had the ball too many times. Uh, Detroit did a great job with not uh, with, with the penalties. That's something that they did real well this time. Um, I do think that 
the Green Bay Packers love, they're in huge amount of trouble. I know why they're in huge trouble. Because, because a rumor came out and said he's hurt. Oh, well, I mean, come on. But you know what I want to talk about? Wait, wait, wait. So, are you going to talk about which game are you going to talk about? I'm talking about the same game because I want you to swallow your pride. I want you to talk about David Montgomery and how good of a game that he had. 121 yards. You don't like him either. Well, he's always hurt. But David you know Montgomery had a hell of a game. Yeah. So, I want to say this. I did a podcast about this game by myself. I aired it. A couple of people listened to it. But we're going to talk about this again. Now, I am a firm believer that when you sign a guy like Don, uh, David Montgomery and he is always hurt in Chicago, and then the first week, the first couple of weeks, he gets hurt, and then you're not sure he's going to play, and then guess what? Someone must have talked to him and said, hey, you need to buck up or we're going to buck you out. And he basically... He runs 121. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Goff didn't really have to do much. And it was phenomenal. Now, fantasy football fans out there are pissed off at Campbell because Gibbs did not play that much. Which I kind of wondered for the same thing when I watched that game. Why isn't Gibbs getting the ball? Well, you still got use your guy, right? You do. Look, I tell you this. When I talk to you kids out there about the Lions games. One thing I've noticed at this, when they put Gibbs out there, it was either a run slight to the left and to the right to Gibbs for a gain of five to seven or nothing. The other thing that they did with him consistently, that there was inconsistent, not well, is that they kept throwing the ball in the backfield to Gibbs. When you only play him to catch the football in the backfield, the defense is going to figure you out. David Montgomery, they, only, they didn't use him very much for passing plays. They used him for running plays. So, that said, you're going to have to change things up a little bit for the offensive coordinator and all that stuff. Today's game. We're going to talk about today's game. Can we go to the morning game first? Jags. So, first of all, I just want to bitch a little bit first. Is For people that love football but don't have ESPN+, a lot of people miss this game today. I'm glad next week's game for Jacksonville versus the Buffalo Bills is on the NFL Network because at least if you have Direct TV or Comcast, you'll be able to watch it. I know you have ESPN Plus, Andre, and you pay extra for it. So it worked out. If you were home, you would have been able to watch it. But it just sucks that all these games just keep getting extended. Anyway, Jags over in London. Now they're 5-0. and Haven't lost the game there. But I think they lose next week against Buffalo. Sorry. All right. So, let's actually go over the stat of this game. I was kind of disappointed myself about this game. Now, I got I got to find this game. I got to find this game. Oh, here we go. So, the game was 23-7. to seven. So, clearly, it wasn't an upset. Clearly... The Jags are a lot better team. Falcons sucked. We saw that last week when they played the Detroit Lions. Yeah. So let's. Is there really much to talk about? Again, let's like keep the swearing down. I got people trying to listen to this. I got Christian people, Muslims. Didn't even Jews. Swear that I didn't say you that did. Much. You said that bomb. So, so this is something that kind of disturbs me a little bit, though. Trevor Lawrence, twenty-three of thirty, only two hundred and seven yards. What is that? That's nothing. Yes, your ace 
quarterback, this guy from Clemson, a national champion, right? Is he a national champion? Probably. I believe so. For, no, for Clemson? I think he did, right, in sophomore year? Mm-hmm. Trevor, I'm sorry, Travis Itty, Itini Jr., 20 carries, 55 yards. The other guy, well, Trevor Lawrence, ran for 42 yards and eight carries. I still think for this team, they need to be more sufficient. I'm getting sick of watching the good football teams play down to bad football teams. And this is something that the Green Bay Packers did with the Falcons. This is the, something that kind of happened in Detroit for a bit against the Falcons. The Jags did it same as well. So, saying that, please play better against bad teams. So, now we're going to I'm I'm going to concentrate more on the games that really had a, a significance to it. Bills Dolphins. Bills Dolphins, we know last week that they killed the the hell out of the Denver Broncos. A really crappy team. A donkeys that Sean would say. I mean, again. But the Denver Donkeys should get a win today. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, so so let's talk about the stats. Huh. The Miami's quarterback, Tui, Tua, 25 for 35, 282 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, you know, I tell you who had the great the, the game of the week is Devon A-Chain. A-Chain. Eight carries, 101 yards, two touchdowns, and Trey Hill, Tyreek Hill, he had one for 14 yards rushing. But if you look at his stat for receiving, he had three three receptions, only about 58 yards. It was not his day. So, I mean, look, again, for some reason, teams – Teams know where he's at, so you're gonna have to, the other guys have to look. Waddle didn't do much. Buffalo smoked him, forty-eight to twenty. Yeah, I, I'm quite surprised by that. But the player but of the game was Josh Allen. Four touchdowns, right? Four throwing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, thrown for three hundred and twenty yards, twenty-one to twenty-five passing, and four carries, seventeen yards. That's four point three yards per carry and a rushing touchdown. So Buffalo dominated. Uh, Buffalo Bills will have a little problems with rushing. They're not, I mean, like, for some reason, the Buffalo Bills, you know, it's not the Thurman Thomas day of the 90s. So I think that that's that might be their Achilles heel from winning a Super Bowl because you need a running back, correct? Yes. Correct? Okay. So Diggs was a player of the game also, 120 yards, three touchdowns. If you had him on your fantasy team, he must have scored you almost 40 points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let's go. Let me go. I keep going down. Oh, let's. I don't want to talk about this game, but this game kind of pisses me off. I had a parlay. I picked Jags. And then I picked. I picked. I picked. I picked the Jags. I picked Minnesota to win, and they won. And then this game, my third game in the parlay, is the Broncos and the Bears. And it was basically 38. The game was basically over. It was 28-7. 28-7. And 
I Bears. thought, and then it was going into the second half, was the twenty to fourteen, and come to behold, it seems like Justin Fields and everyone else on the Bears decided to like shut down the ship. Saying that, I don't even want to go through the stats because I don't even think that they're worth nope. it. And I'm gonna tell you this: Claypool didn't even play the game. Not he didn't even show up. He's basically boycotting the Bears because he got traded from Pittsburgh. And it seems, though, it could be because of his attitude problem. Or maybe because they got traded the Bears. It's not safe in Chicago, I guess. What do you think of that? Of Claypool not playing? Do you not need to just play and show your well, assets? Well, he wasn't allowed to play. Well, the they first? said because he runs his mouth, and they said that he's not going to play. But he should have showed his support to show up today at least. But look, you, you're going to get players that don't like your system, and you're never going to be able to keep them shut up. And you're still going to pay them, and not have them play. So what's the purpose of not having them play, running the mouth, and still getting paid? Does that not make sense? Tell me how that doesn't make sense. I don't know, but the Bears and the. Um Carolina Panthers are the only two teams that are 0-4 now. So, the question of the day is, which team wins the first game? Uh, are you going to go with Bryce Young or are you going to go with Justin Fields? I'm going to go with Carolina Panthers. Reason? Because they probably have enough receivers that have come to play. They have Adam Thalen. He's a good player. And, and they have Andy Dodd. So it doesn't all matter if Bryce Young gets hurt or not, if he's ready to play or not. They have Andy Dalton. You know what I mean? They do have Andy Dalton. So Justin Fields can get hurt, but Justin Fields has no one to play with. Herbert is the only one that's going to run the football, but if you don't have no one to throw the football to, what are you going to do? So I'm going to pick Carolina because they have So Carolina's not going to win next week. They play the Lions. They're not going to win the next week. They play Miami, and then they have a bye week. So week seven... They will be, going into week seven, they will be 0-6. Um, if you look at the Bears' schedule real fast before we go to the next game, the next two games, um, they probably have a better chance. Um, no, they don't. They're not going to beat the Washington Commanders, and they're probably not going to beat Minnesota. Okay. So they're probably going to be 0-6 too. But they do play the Raiders. Yeah. So saying that, I have no idea. I think you should take a parlay or actually take a bet from FanDuel or DraftKings or Little Caesars or MGM. One of those two or one of those five will probably have that bet. You just have to pick the right team. You can make a lot of money off that or some money, right? The Rams and the Colts. What a game. Rams are up 20 to nothing. And, and end up going to overtime. And the Rams end up winning. Well, they should have, right? Well, Jesus. I mean, come on. You blow a 23-point lead. And you and, and the Col- Colts did everything to go right. You were up 20 nothing, then it gets to 23, and then you got to make the two-point conversion. I mean, come on. See, this is, to me, I mean, I'm not going to talk about that. But part. because we're on the Colts for a second, this is the only division, right? It's the AFC South. We got a four-way tie for first place. The Colts, the Houston Texans, and the Jaguars, and the Tennessee Titans, all 2-2. Two and two. 
So that's going to be, I, I, you know what? We, Might be the best division. And or, or it could be the worst division because they're all losing to each other or losing to a team that's not that good or losing to a team that's great or whatever you want to call it. But they're all two and two. So the problem really is, are those teams that good or are they just that bad? Did did they figure out J- the Jags quarterback, Terrence Lawrence, and did, did, did they figure out how to defend him? The Colts have the backup quarterback, Mr. Uh, what's his last name? I can't even pronounce it. No, but. The backup for the Colts. Actually. Richardson's coming back, but. He played today. Richardson played today. Oh, he did? Gardner Mitchell didn't play today. Oh, okay. So, there's your problem. You got a rookie quarterback. You got Trey Lawrence the second year. And then you got. But you got Houston with CJ Straw, Straw, and they're two and two, and he's one two straight. I know, and there's another rookie. What if? What if? You're a lovely Michigan fan, buddy. This could be the first quarterback that from Ohio State that actually makes the playoffs in his first year. Well, who's the last quarterback to to make the playoffs? In any year with Ohio State, I could not tell you because Ohio State quarterbacks suck in well, the NFL. They like I must they're say trash. that. No, I must say this because they they, they don't. Oh, oh, Ohio State builds their team to compete with Stanford and USC's and the Notre Dame's. Or they just take all the quarterbacks from Georgia, their second stringers, and bring them up. Yeah, well, this that's also true. But remember, a lot of Ohio State's offense is based on the Wildcat offense, and it's been proven that that type of play does not work in the in, in the NFL. The NFL for years have been trying to. Transition to that with with Lawrence, with uh, with Lamar Jacksons and the, the RG3s and the Michael Vicks, and it's not transitioning to that. You don't remember? I don't think you remember Randall Cunningham. I love Randall Cunningham. He was with the Eagles, and he was probably one of the most fun player to watch, quarterback to watch, and and he never he just didn't make it. He was fun. He would have been great to be fantasy football stats if fantasy football existed in the 80s. But that type of quarterback does not fit. Andre Ware for Detroit Lions. Uh, the whole Houston, team. The, the David Houston. Craig. Yeah, I mean, you just it just doesn't fit. So do I really think that it's because the quarterbacks suck? No, I think it's more because the system that they're under stinks. Can I, we, I really since do. we're on this stinks, how much do the Cincinnati Bengals stink? They're one and three. What's the problem? The final score is 27 to three. You're telling me Joe Mixon can't score. Joe Barrow can't throw a touchdown to Jamar Chase. Like, what's the problem in Cincy? No, I'm telling you, the problem is that, is that Joe Barrow's hurt. He's probably not as able body, movable body out of the pocket. And now he has to sit in the pocket and he's sore. They. This is a good time to think about when they get to week eight and they're like, let's say the three and A or three and I mean I'm sorry, yeah three and five. Do they just basically bench Joe Barrow for next year because you want him to get it to feel better to recap the injury? He's got an ankle injury, right, or a thigh? Yeah, or, it's bad. And they're not going to catch the Ravens. Exactly. So they're not going to catch him. So I'm thinking this is what they're going to do. Now, this isn't like baseball, but I could see somebody on that team getting traded for another 
team that needs to make the playoffs. Who? For example, Mixon, Nixon, Mixon. They're going to get rid of their best running back, one of the top five running backs in the, that was number one fantasy player other than freaking the 49ers, Christian look, McCaffrey. Look, look, the reason why I say that is because look what happened to Cook. He's gone. He's now with Minnesota. Where is that? He's with the Jets. So this is becoming really normal for running backs who are on the contract year. And I think Mix might be on the contract year. And if he, even if he's not, they could easily draft a, a running back younger, stronger, less money. Look, I'm okay, serious. Okay. I'm serious. This is this is not your grandfather's football team where we keep running backs for ancient history. No, lessons. lifespan is only 32. And he's 27. You're well, right. Yeah, so I could see them trading him. So I got a question for you. Where is he going? Well, where I, would well, he I go? I don't even want to ask about that yet. Oh my lord! Why? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, because yes. we don't need to worry about that because Joe Mixon ain't leaving. He ain't leaving. I want to know. Is who do you want to know? Does Baker Mayfield have a home? Is Tampa Bay? Is he gonna be the next Tom Brady in Tampa Bay? They're three and one, baby. Baker's found a home. Well, Baker needs to find a home because if he doesn't find this home, he'll be called a CFL home. Twenty-six to nine over the Saints today. The Saints is nothing. Look, Winston, Carr, Hill. <laughs> Who are you playing against? You're playing against these amateurs. Carr should be Alvin Kamara. His 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 what years. About that great tight end. His year, Graham. He's old. <laughs> that team is not good. If the Saints do anything for themselves, they should be them. They should move to Oakland so that Oakland has a team again. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. It was a joke. I'm just talking garbage out of my rear end. Louisiana would lose their shit. Yeah, they would. Who that? Who that? Look, look. Let's not get so excited about Mayfield. Mayfield. The only reason why he's winning is because he's playing against bad teams. When he gets to the Bills, and when he has to play against against the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Do we even know if they play the Lions this year? I don't know, but think about this. That could be a playoff game. Tampa Bay against Detroit Lions. Look, Detroit is going to win the division. Okay. Think about that. You're right. They have played some bad teams. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to do nothing. This is to stop getting excited, but, but so Baker Mayfield's got to buy this week. Already? Yeah, but you want to know what five week you know on the happens? fifth week. You know what happens fourth on week. You know what happens on October fifteenth? What? Detroit Lions. There you go. See? Versus Tampa Bay. See at at, at Tampa. Tampa. Maybe I'm gonna have to wear my Tampa Bay shirt. Actually, my Tampa you know Bay what? had that day. I'm gonna tell you this, folks. That game. It's going to be a scary game for Detroit because Goff is going to be on the road and Goff does not play well on the road. It seems like Goff freezes and everything stops in his head and players on the other teams are still moving towards Goff. And that's just going to be a... That might be what's going to make and break the playoffs for Detroit or the road games for Detroit. Detroit needs to win 
road games. They did with Green Bay, but remember, love was not love is not good. He's not ready. He's just not good. So please don't get too excited. All right, they win the division though. Yeah, of course. Hopefully, probably twelve and twelve and six, twelve and five. That's what everyone's saying. I don't know. They they don't play anybody. I'm it's just, Detroit, Buffalo, Houston, no, Tennessee, no. San Francisco, but that whole division is terrible. Detroit get smoked by Buffalo. I'm sure teams. Detroit could do whatever. Teams, teams. Right now, I've noticed that they play up to the, the level. No, they play lower to the level. Let's talk about Washington. Commanders, which is going to be the Redskins soon, most likely against the against the Eagles. That was a very good game. That was the best game of the day. Yeah, but is Washington any good, really? Sam Howell is a good quarterback. When? What do you mean when? When this game? This what are you talking game? about? This game? Are you serious? They're two and two. They almost can four and old team, oh. and you're going to tell me they're two and two, and the only two Howell. teams that they beat were the uh, Arizona Cardinals and the Denver Donkeys. Everyone's and they got beating smoked those by teams. the Buffalo Bills, thirty-seven to three. Okay, so why is this game closer than my butt cheeks? Because the Eagles are not that good. They're not that good. They're four and zero. But they're barely squeaking by. They almost lost to the Patriots. And my Dallas Cowboys smoked the New England Patriots today, 38-3. to And they only beat them by six points. The Eagles are not that good. No, look, you're, you're wrong. Swift is playing better now that he's back at home. F you. Jalen Hurts is overrated. Are you serious? And Swift only had 56 yards today. Yeah, but still, he played pretty well. 50s, look, I think the, the stats, best play. The stats, you can't always look at the stats. You have to look at the whole game in itself. The best player on the Eagles, and he'll probably be a uh, one of the MVPs because his stats are amazing. A.J. Brown, love this kid. He's from Ole Miss. I hate the Eagles, but this kid is phenomenal. He had 175 yards today. He already has 414 yards in four games. So he's already averaging 103 or 104 yards per carry. Okay. He's unstoppable. Unstoppable. But. That's what you are. But you got to beat the Washington Commanders by more than three points. They almost lost this game. Dude, this is ridiculous. Why are these teams playing to the worst teams? What I'm saying is. If you know you're a better team and you're playing against a real bad team, stop playing at their level. This isn't the Special Olympics. This is professional sports. I had a few uh, Special Olympics people in Pepinos today. Yeah. Yeah. Our buddy Todd got all flipped out because the Chargers be the Raiders. The you Chargers. were being an asshole there, though, no, was it? I've oh, been telling the damn truth about sports. Now I'm going to get into it. Long discussion. It could go on and on and on. On and on with Sean's mom. That was inappropriate. <laughs> Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yes. Yes. The Jets it. just got a safety at 17-2. to Wow. But anyway. You picked a safety in that game, live sports. That's a lot of money. You would have won a lot of money. A lot of money, man. Andre is going to start having to put a – when we start this – 
thing that we should be starting putting into a thing. If I'm not supposed to st- swear, maybe he's going to have to put $25 into a pot every time he says a mom joke. Oh, there you go. If we got to make if we got to make me shut up with the f bombs, maybe this is what we got to do. I I think the f mom jokes are funny, but we got to make because you're not going to swear that much, so we got to make. Of course, sure I'm not. Equal. I have to but be the professional say, one. But we got to make sure no mom jokes. So that's where you got to throw a quarter in with the mom joke. Your mom loves me, and you know it. Um, so I'm, that would have been fifty dollars. That would have been fifty dollars already. I would have only had twenty five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I only had one f bomb today. I love you, Sean's mom. <laughs> That would have been 75. He's going to be I broke. I love you, Mom, Sean. <laughs> such an asshole. Wink, wink, wink. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's talk about the game that we want to talk about for a second. The Vikings, the Panthers, during the, during last, during the beginning of the week, we were thinking about who's going to be the team to, to come out of, out of the way. You said the Vikings. We did. I picked the Vikings. I had faith in Cousins. Bryce Young is not ready yet. Cousins still didn't play well, though. He Cousins two never. touchdowns, two interceptions. His stats were 12 and 19 for 139 yeah. yards. Yeah, Those are the, not good The stats. first drive, one of the first drives for the Vikings, he threw a pick and for almost a touchdown. Just ridiculous. Cousins, I think you're a bit senile at times. You don't know what team you're playing for. Or you wish you would trade it or something. No, they just talked about this during the game. They said, okay, is Kirk Cousins going to be traded in the middle of the season? It might happen. But why would you trade him? For who? Who are you going to trade him? Andy Dalton. He's going to go to a contender. Really? But who's going to take that guy? He's not even that good. How about how about how about a Tennessee? No. How about a Tennessee? Nope. Andy Dalton would be better at Tennessee than than Cousins. Cousins, you know why? When Cousins plays Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football, he lays an egg. Not good. Andy Dalton is a quarterback that would probably be better on primetime TV. So how about, I mean, if they're not real happy with it, how about the Atlanta Falcons? Because they're only using a second-year player, and that conference is Baker Mayfield's really, you're telling me he's not the answer. What if he goes to Atlanta and he brings the NFC South and puts a little bit of pressure on Tampa Bay because Kyle Pitts is a good tight end and oh. Robinson and Robinson is the best running back in that division. I know. Wait, wait, let's go back to Cousins. You know where he's going to go? Probably Pittsburgh. You know why? Because the quarterback for Pittsburgh got hurt. Pit, uh, Pickett? Pickett. Sorry, I'm getting carried. I'm not carried off, literally off the of the stretcher, but guys were helping him off the field. That could be the team. Well, they got Mason Rudolph and Mitch Terinsky. They do. But look, look, what? no, if this really does happen, if he gets traded, what does that say about your number one receiver? That you don't give a shit. You know what I would do if I was, um, uh, what's his last name, Jack? And Justin Jefferson in a contract Jefferson. Here? You know what I would do if I was him? I was asked for a trade during the middle of the year. Go to a team like Detroit. Detroit needs all the help they to get. The Vikings would not would not say no. You know why? Because he probably wouldn't stay with Detroit. He probably would go to a team like the Chargers, like Philly. Look, I think, or you know who where he could go? KC. 
Jefferson would probably go to KC. Oh. For okay. a trade. So for anyway, trade. the rest of these games, other than you already said that you talked about the Chargers, the Texans won big over the Steelers because you said Pickett got hurt. Cowboys game wasn't even close. <laughs> Obviously, Zeke didn't do shit. Mac and Jones. The- Mac Jones looks like a rookie quarterback. Uh, doesn't have the wideouts. Doesn't have the instinct of recognizing the defense of other teams like Tom Brady or Bledsoe or Jim Kelly or anybody that you can think of. Mac Jones does not does not have it. The question is, how much longer does Belichick stay with him? And if you're in the Kraft family, do you start to ask yourself, is the Belichick era over? How much longer do you want to go? How much longer can you go if you craft family and say it's over? It's done. Close the curtain. Let the let the Hearst come out and take Belichick to the river. Well, remember, Mac Jones is only in his third year. I know, but it's and over. He did go to the playoffs one year. Mac Jones did go to the playoffs. Third year. Lucky. So that was anyway, lucky. That was the lucky. Patriots do still suck. You're right. So, uh, 49ers blow out Arizona, so there's only two 4-0 teams. Uh, we're watching the game right now. Kansas City is up 17-2. to The Jets are about to kick a field goal, and it is good. So, it's 17-5. Tomorrow night's game. We got Seattle versus the New York Giants without Saquon Barkley. And my boy, the stud, former Spartan, Kenneth Walker. Bum, 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 bum. This is a game. If you would, if you did, if you would have been smart, you would have took him in fantasy. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you let him drop. But he's dominating. Dominant. Well, it really depends on Geno Smith. What type of player he comes out? Is it Geno Smith of the yesteryears or the Geno Smith of the Seahawks years? I think he sometimes plays kind of stupid. I really do. But the really Giants are not going to be Seattle. Well, they don't have a running game. Well, how? Who else is going to throw the ball? What are they going to do when they don't have a running game? They're going to keep passing the football. Jones might get hurt in this game. True story. And Geno is going to throw for 250 yards plus because DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are going to tear up that Giants defense. Giants do well. Metcalf doesn't play. He doesn't show up sometimes. Lockett, because he's not playing against Detroit, probably won't play at all. Because they're probably like, oh, I'm not going to play that hard. I give Lockett so much crap. I don't know why. I like Lockett. He's a good player. To a certain point. No, I'm playing. I don't know. Whatever. I'm sorry. Are you Seahawks fans out there? You're whatever. I hope you be the Giants because I don't like the Giants. I don't like them either because they're in my division. Well, the Giants did fire somebody, right? Who's that? Didn't they fire the court? Didn't they fire somebody? No, that's baseball. Gabe Kapler, the former Detroit Tiger. That's the only Giant that got fired from baseball. Gabe Kapler. Who did he? The former Detroit Tiger and then San Francisco Giants. Oh. Baseball and football, two different leagues. Sorry. Just trying to make sure we qualify that. I'm sorry. I Sometimes Sean will throw things at me. I'm like. I threw it. I didn't throw it on the air. I threw it on you like two effing days ago. I know, but. <laughs> he got fired. I figured you would know who Gabe Kapler was. He's an outfielder. He played for the Detroit Tigers. He won three World Series for the Giants. I mean, what? I know he did not win three World Series, but he was a decent coach. Yeah. Yeah. So Anyway. Sorry about that. College folks. football. College football. Let's talk about. 
Colorado. And? Neon Dion, USC. This is what was really hyped up. This is stupid because USC had a 48 of. It was like a 48 48 21 or 48 14. 14th lead. And for some guy, no reason, Colorado and Dion and his son decided, hey, let's start playing. And they did. And at USC. Start playing down to Colorado's BS and be in Colorado. Turn another page and say, "Ha ha! We almost came back. Too bad they didn't come back." But here's the ironic thing: How pissed would you be? So, Vegas either lost a shitload of money or made a shitload of money because some people might have think, but might have bet on USC plus or, minus, or not plus minus twenty two because they didn't have Baby Sanders and they didn't have Travis Hunter. And you're feeling pretty good going into the fourth quarter slash five minutes left in the third. Well, you weren't feeling very good if you took USC at the end. It was 48-41, onside kick. The crazy thing is Colorado actually had 66 yards more than them, 564 to 498. Now, the intriguing thing about this, buddy, is this was where we have the number one quarterback in the draft, Caleb Williams, first to number probably three. But Sanders isn't going to leave. Deion's not going to let his kid leave. He's not going to leave. Deion's there for the long run. He's going to be there. How long, how long do you want to keep him there? He's going. Wait. There's no reason to leave because you know what? Deion Sanders' kid on the NAL this year and next year can make $40 million. You know what a, pre, you know what a, a draft pick in the first round and the first three picks, whatever, is 45 So what? So if I can make $40 million in two years, I'm staying at Colorado. See, that's something that's, I think. Okay. I'm staying at Colorado for $40 mil. Yeah, but think about this. I think that's part of the problem with the money thing about and with the college football is that I get it. EA Sports are somehow form and shape, and colleges should pay players based on their identity that they use and whatever, and jerseys and all that, like Jalen Rose said. However... It's $40 million that you can make or a player can make at college. Then what the hell? At a university that wasn't even on the effing map. But but I have a difficult time accepting the idea that that a kid from college who may not, I mean, if, he wasn't, if his last name wasn't Sanders, if he stayed there and was doing pretty good and he doesn't finish school and goes to the pros, and he ends up failing, and let's say he doesn't finish school. What are you going to do? I don't know. See, that's to me. That to me is kind of. I well, mean, the the main the main point is Caleb Williams is a really good quarterback. Four hundred three yards passing, six touchdowns, one pick. Uh, Sanders, the brother, was three seventy one, four touchdowns, one pick. So, both of them are, I mean, probably going to be invited to New York. Yeah, I. I will tell you this. I really think that when Sanders does go to the pros, his dad's going to go with him. Maybe. He's so, not going. Why would he even... Why would Why would Primetime stay in Colorado with players that is not his son? Primetime is the type of guy that will follow his sons wherever they go. He's not as bad as... 
But look at what he did at Jackson State. He stayed there for a couple of years. He did an all-black school. He's going to be dedicated to Colorado for at least three years. He stayed at Jackson State for three years. He'll be at Colorado for at least three years. After three years, it's a different story. His son's going to leave in two years. He'll be there for at least three. I just don't see. No, okay, I, I can tell you this. I think that might be true because that way he can get in and the pro team that his son is gets drafted as a quarterback coach. He'll sneak himself in there somehow. You might be right. You heard it here first. Sun Go Crazy Podcast Show. Yes, you did. See? Can we talk about Notre Dame fighting Irish, regrouping, getting on the board, lost a tough one last week to the assholes of Ohio State? Well, tough, tough back-to-back college game days. Um, I don't know if you watched it. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. So, Notre Dame's 5-1, Duke's 5-1 now, but Duke took the lead with like three and a half minutes left, right? And it yeah. was 14-13. to 13. Well, Notre Dame had a fourth and 16. Hartman, which if no one knows who that is, that's the quarterback that transferred from Wake Forest, mm-hmm. did not get a first down by throwing. He got it with his legs. How the frick does Duke give up a fourth and 16 with running? You play, no, you play, uh, you probably play a nickel, uh, dime, or, uh, yeah, nickel dime defense. You get three guys up front and then you lay everyone back. So you have like eight other guys way back there. If you're playing a man to man like that, your back is towards your back is towards the quarterback. So if it's a man to man and you play that nickel defense, well, if you play that nickel defense like a man to man and everyone's back is to the quarterback, you don't see it right away. And then someone yells out, Hey, he's running. So by the time you turn around, he's already got seven yards. And by the time you get to him, he's already got fourteen yards. And by the time he gets the first down, you tackle him. I'm serious. That's how it works. I don't know. I don't remember that. I remember that game, but I don't remember that fourth and 16 because I was like. Like the last drive. Yeah. So you got to remember that's that's how defenses fail because they should have played the 3-4 defense or the 4-3 and the linebackers should have been eyeing on the running back or the running quarterback or whatever it was. But seriously, that's what should happen. So in two weeks, the condoms, a.k.a. USC, Trojans, Kalem Williams, has got to come to South Bend. This is a regroup game for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. If they win that game, they are back in the talks for the final college playoff championship. Yeah. We're already week on six. We only have like six more weeks. Think about that. That's nuts. So just two other games that we really want to touch on is Auburn versus Georgia. I got to give credit where credit's due. Patrick Thorne, former Spartan. We, I mean, everybody loves Spartans, of course. Mm, not everyone. No, not everyone. It's a rough year. They lost again and blew a freaking lead. But anyway, Spartans lost. Michigan won. Congrats. And Michigan had a miracle and covered the spread for the first time in history. <laughs> but anyway, back to the Georgia Bulldogs. Back to Auburn was up 10-0 in this game. Yeah. We got a Georgia Bulldog fan that uh, 
Papinos. And all the Michigan fans are chirp, 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 chirp. And the Georgia Bulldog like, eh, shut your mouth. Nothing to worry about. We'll meet you in a little bit. You know, I like this guy. I know I'm going to just ravel some some feathers up one of these days and wear a Bulldog's hat with him because I have I have a Bulldog's hat. So I'm going to make sure I wear it one of these weekends. Well, you know what's worse ever <clears throat> is you got guys like who are fans of a real bad football team and then they bandwagon against a team that's in their own state and then like dog talk so much crap about Michigan and there's like he does it with he did it with TCU when then Michigan played them. Michigan will not beat Georgia and they will not beat Texas. I guarantee if they play Georgia or Texas in the playoffs, they will not beat them. It's a guarantee. Just like Barkley says. I guarantee it. They will not beat a UT Hook'em Horns or a Georgia Bulldog SEC team. Anyway, the so Georgia I Bull- do though, because I think I just think that a team like Georgia I think even Texas Longhorn, they will probably kind of overlook this game because they're supposed to be better, but Michigan's got a veteran coach with a veteran quarterback and a, re- a veteran running back, Corum. He got hurt last year. They're going to stick to the game plan, and it's going to work. Do I think that could happen to Georgia? Mm. Georgia's got a bunch of big boys in the defense and offensive line. So yes, I do think they have that they're going to have that problem. What about the Ducks? What about USC? They, the Michigan can't score with those guys. They can't score fifty six points. They can't score forty eight points. So even if it doesn't end up being the SEC, we scored forty five against Nebraska. That's bold. That's a school the effing blind man. Well, you said we can't score forty some points, and we just <laughs> did. Thank you very much. You just proved my point. Well, you just proved either way. Point. They're not going to beat USC, Georgia. Texas or Oregon Bo Nix. Those are four teams that they will not beat. Anyway, I can't believe how Georgia they... snuck by 27 20, coming back from 10 0 and 20 to 10. Only other game that we need to talk about is the Washington Huskies. They're 5 0. Also, actually, we have one more after that. 5 0. They squeaked by an Arizona team. Not very good, but they won. That's all that matters. Uh, Michael Jones, Penix had 360 yards, but they won. But the ex- most exciting game of the night, no defense. Absolutely no defense. Ole Miss versus LSU. That was a weird game because Ole Miss was up for the longest time and then towards the Fell end. Apart. Yeah, and then, then I saw I watched that game and then towards the end it was like LSU's start scoring and then so did uh, Ole Miss and then and then out of nowhere, Ole Miss decides not to do anything. And that's when LSU went up 49-40 to 40 with like six minutes left. Yeah. It was You're so, thinking this game is over. You're thinking LSU's got it locked. No. And in six minutes, they scored 15 unanswered points. Yeah, it was. Like everything had to go wrong for Kelly it, and it LSU. Really did. It really, I mean. I, to score 15 points in, in six minutes or less. Does not happen very often. No. No, I, I, I just, when I watched that game, I, I just, I felt like I was watching two different games. I just really do. I think that was like somehow, some way, someone turned the headlights on and then they just started tr- trucking. 
It's a bad. I mean, this, this this is a bad loss for LSU. I mean, this is their second loss. They got destroyed by, you know, um, Florida State. They still have to play Bama. Like Kelly might have been better off staying in South Bend, Notre Dame. I mean, this is a point that like this LSU team is probably going to have four losses. They're well, it's, two. It's because well, look, look, the competition's a lot tighter at LSU and Ole Miss and Alabama and all those guys. And USC and whatever. Well, Notre Dame, they really only play Stanford and USC, and they don't play against Michigan no more because they play Duke. And they play Duke, but that's about and it. And they played Ohio State. And Ohio State's no, they're not great, but they're not bad. They're they're not great. Ohio State's ranked in the top five. It, they are, but you know they're they they might lose to well they, they probably will lose to Michigan. So I want to throw a curveball to you. Okay. Because you always like to diss one of the greatest players of all time. Um, who? So anyway. Who? 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 Anyway. Who? Hey, you know what I will say? Who? <laughs> and he, I have already admitted that he's an asshole. And I don't know how much time we have. I'm trying to keep this short and sweet. Well, we were we're talking about Michael Jordan. Now. I, why are we talking about Michael? I'm going to tell you this. Why? Because you brought up the NIL and you were talking about money and you were talking about all this shit. Yeah. So. Okay. If you ever watched the movie that came out last year or a little while ago about Michael Jordan. What, The Last Dance? No. The one that was written about Nike. Okay. Anyway, with Nike. So. There was a stipulation with that huge contract of Nike yeah. that not everybody knows about. Okay. So, the stipulation of that contract was, Michael Jordan, your very first year, you have to win Rookie of the Year. Oh or God. you have to average a minimum of 20 points per game. Or you have to become an all-star. Or your Nike shoes have to have more than $4 million. And here's the best part about this. What did MJ accomplish? Boom. He answered number one, rookie of the year. Boom. He averaged 28.2 points per game. Boom. He became an all-star. And he sold over $100 million in shoe sales. So he didn't just break one of them. So or, 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 or. He broke all four. So what's, what's your... My point is that... You know, this that's is, a stupid stipulation because, again, you put pressure on somebody that you're not sure he's going to be good or not, and it's dumb that you make him act like a working like a slave. You get this, his, you get this, and then we're going to let you free. He only or had we, to accomplish one of them, and he accomplished all four of them. That's what makes it a point. No, but my point is like, what if he didn't accomplish anything? What What does that mean? That he he doesn't get any any of any of the money? I don't know. Nike is Nike. See, that's stupid. That's the dumbest thing in the world. That's not even pressure that should be put on somebody. It's just, if you're going to be good, you're going to be good. You're going to be naturally good about practice and popularity tests and all that. It has nothing to do with So Michael. Nike's an asshole. That's what you're saying. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just so stupid. No wonder why Michael Jordan comes off as an a-hole because he's like, well, if Nike's doing this to me... And all these other people are being jerks to me because I'm not number one. 
I can be a jerk to everyone else. It, that makes no sense. But and what I just said because that's that's bad example. I get it, it's an incentive, but that's stupid to take something away from somebody that you don't know if they have it or or not. If Michael Jordan was a accomplished athlete and won his first championship and said you have to sell or make the NBA finals or whatever and then we'll give you a bonus check, yes, that makes sense. It's part of your check. But to, for a first-time contract, 20-year-old. 20-year-old, that's just stupid. Now It shows how much Nike has corrupt all its life. Well, or maybe that's how the marketing gig is. Look, and it's you know what's more amazing about shoe stuff? Shoe sales really don't matter no more. When, when was the last time you said, I'm going to get the next LeBron? I'm going to get the next Harden? When, when am I going to no, get the next I stuff? actually like the New Balance shoes. Well, yeah, but think about it. When's the next time you're getting a new Steph Curry shoe? No. Who cares, right? Because you know why? Because the shoes don't matter. You want to be like Mike, but by the Air Jordans, you're going to fly like Jordan. Nope. It's that, by Gatorade. Yeah, but still. That's an interesting. Are you telling me, though, that's, that, that, that one, is one, a, you never wanted a pair of Nike Jordans? No, I did. Or, okay. But I'm just saying for them to do that to someone like him, the beginning of his career, it's a bit. And then if you want to take it away from him, even if he tries his best, that's just kind of mean. It's just cruel. It's not good. It's like, it's like if the Tigers win 90 or let's say the Tigers have to win 75 games, that means Torkison doesn't get paid. I don't want to shitty stipulation. I'm just saying. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though. That's kind of what it's kind of saying. So you're going to make the extra million dollars, or if you don't make this, you don't do this, you're not going to get paid. It just shows that he put pressure on his own self, and he, he didn't need the pressure, and he's the real GOAT. Yeah, I, look, I really— He's the GOAT of basketball. I don't really like care anymore as I got older because now I understand what, what people say, like you just haven't seen somebody play in the glory years. Like I can't say nothing about Dr. J because— I really never saw a game fully a full game of Dr. J playing or Will Chamberlain or Bill Russell. I've seen clips of them play and shots that they made that were amazing, but I've never seen a full game. So all these LeBron they had no three pointers either. No, exactly. And you know what? I'm gonna tell you the truth. And this is why I don't want to get upset about LeBron James fans base saying LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. It's just debatable. No one really knows. All those kids who are saying LeBron James is great have never really seen Michael Jordan, but I have. And all those people that have seen Dr. J when they were young, they have, but I did. So a lot of those people who have seen Dr. J play will tell you, don't, Dr. J is better than Michael Jordan. But I can't never Well, you, say you could say the same thing about the football. Some of these people that are, don't even know who Tom, uh, hardly are going to remember Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Some people are hardly going to remember no one, some of these people that are watching yeah. baseball don't know who Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa are. I mean, they all cheated, but I mean. Well, I mean, it's comparing. It's almost like comparing. Hank Aaron. Well, yeah, Hank Aaron or Babe Ruth. I mean, I'm not, I didn't see Babe Ruth or Ty Cobb play, so I can't compare them to to Barry Bonds or P. Rose. can never do that. So I get it. I get why people do it. 
I get why Michael Jordan doesn't really respond. It's just an opinion. It's just nothing that means anything to anybody besides the fans. Okay, it's sorry. The fans. Last last thing of the night. Ryder Cup. Embarrassing. We got smoked. Well, this is what happens when you punish the live golfers from not playing. I know that Kopka was in the Ryder Cup, but I don't know why he wasn't even invited when he dissed the shit out of the PGA and everyone else with it. So who should <coughs> the U.S. Are you telling me there are certain players that should have been more invited? Who should have been? Dustin Johnson, maybe Bubba Watson. Uh, 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 I think DeChambeau would be a good teammate. Not a yeah, great, Johnson, yeah. not a great individual player like he is in the in the PGA or Live Golf, but he's. I would feel like he's would be a great teammate. But I mean, there are other guys. There's another. I don't. Don't want to say another. There's another. There's a guy. There's a, 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 a black dude that plays for the Live, but he's American. I, I'm sure he'd be better than a couple of the guys that we had. I yeah, mean, I would have rather had Deshambo and Dustin Johnson than Burns. Yeah, I mean, look, I. First of all, I think they need to stop doing the U.S. against international, or U.S. against the Europeans because you know what? It's based on continent. We're one continent playing against the other five continents. Which is rough because they have Roy McIlroy and and they have uh, uh, the heavy set guy John Rahm. And they have Rose, Justin Rose, and they have they have. And a, some of those names are just <clears throat> American made, but they're from England. Yeah, it's it's tough to compete with that. Yeah, I mean, to me, I think I think the Ryder Cup should be based on continent because that way you're not it's not everyone against America. It's fun that way, but in reality, when you go and combine live and PGA Tour, they're probably going. I, they probably should be doing that. I do give credit though, finally, to Europe winning because of the. You got to give credit that America is amazing because America has won my, the last three out of four. Well, yeah, I mean, clearly the reason why they won is because we didn't have our best players. It's like the Olympics. We don't let LeBron James and Kobe Bryant's and Mike Jordans and 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 Sky Pippins, Mike Johnson, you, the other teams around the world is going to beat America. But when you put the best players on our team together in the pro league, yeah, we're going to win. Do you think they would have won with DeShambo and Dustin Johnson? I think they would have a better chance. They wouldn't have to come all the way back. They wouldn't have been down like 12 points. Yeah, right away. I mean, that's just not possible. Look, and again, you need veterans in there, and I don't think they had a lot of veterans. So whoever took the over-under, how many times they're going to show to Taylor Swift. I think we got three or four already. So good luck, and uh, thank you for listening to my podcast. Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Find me on Spotify. Find me on... It's going to be podbean.com. If you don't want to go on Apple, Spotify, or any other platforms I have, I should really write these down. But uh, I'd like to thank everyone out there. Uh, I'm not really sure if I'm on air on Buzzsprout. I don't know. I mean, I might... But peace. Thank you, Sean, for showing up. Always great to be here. Uh, hope you have a good week at work. Hope everyone else has a good week. Peace, love, I'm out.